Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. I'm super excited today because we have another great entrepreneur on. His name is Julio Carrillo, and he is in Vancouver. And the business is Platinum Plus Capital, which does both financial education and gets you a high yield return on your investment. So thank you for taking the time to come on the show today. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it, Chris. Absolutely. So we're going to have some great conversation today. I just know that we're going to talk on some of your wins as an entrepreneur, some of the challenges you've had. And yeah, just from that alone, I think our audience will take a lot away. But before we dive into some of the questions that we like to ask, I'd really love if you can just take some time and share with me and the audience how you got to where you are and your story, because I know they're dying to hear yeah, well, my journey has been a little bit of a roller coaster, I think. And I think that's pretty similar to a lot of entrepreneurs. I started off in just door-to-door sales as a kid. I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I knew I always wanted to be a boss, we'll call it, run my own shop. Where, who, what, when, or why, how is a whole other story. But I started door-to-door sales, selling the San Diego Union Tribune door-to-door when the newspaper was still more or less relevant. My second job was, unknowingly, I went into this telemarketing business. I was 16 years old, and it was just a job right across the street and somehow I ended up selling timeshares over the phone. But so sales has always been ingrained in me. This is a little bit of what really helped me, I think, mold me into being an entrepreneur. But I didn't really take the full-on plunge. When I say plunge, the full-on jump off the cliff, no safety net, don't know how I'm going to pay my bills next month kind of plunge. Back in 2015, I was in the contracting world, selling and installing hygienic wall systems, doing a couple online businesses, some franchises all the way to the point that all those were all sold off. And now I'm just in the financial world, uh, trying to provide education for for financing and for just financial education, just for the normal average person and for entrepreneurs, because this is one thing that we're just not taught in school. One thing about being an entrepreneur, the financing side or the finance part aspect of the business is incredibly challenging. And I learned by a lot of mistakes. I learned by a lot of errors. but that's, that's, I think, part of the fun journey of being an entrepreneur is you get knocked down, you get back up, and you start learning how to just start learning how to manage your business, and you start learning the fundamentals. And I just want to share, hopefully, some of the mistakes I've made. Hopefully, I can connect with someone in your audience, and they've pretty much been there because I'm very sure we've all been there not knowing how we're going to get these bills paid next month just because we're waiting on these accounts receivables to come in. And just hope and pray that it comes in by Friday, just so you can make payroll, you can make that deadline. But I've been there. It's always the challenge, but that's part of the grind that we have to do. Yeah, for sure. I think pretty much everybody who is an entrepreneur has been there, unless maybe you start out with a silver spoon and you just had millions of dollars right off the bat that didn't really matter what happened. I I love what you said, because what you're talking about financial education is actually the whole reason that I started this podcast 
I had a couple of businesses that I started because I had worked in the restaurant industry. I knew how to make food. I loved doing it. And so I was like, oh, I'll just start a business. And it became that whole technician versus the entrepreneur thing that they talk about in the book, The E-Myth, where just because you know how to do the functions inside of the business doesn't mean you know how to grow and build a business. Mm -hmm. And so I always took every dollar I made in my first business and just injected all that cash right back into the business thinking I'll just keep growing it. And then one day when I'm making tons of money, then I'll start saving, I'll start investing then. And it didn't work out that way. And then I just ended <laughs> up, my business shut down and I ended up broken unemployed. And like you said, they don't teach you finance in school or not that much. I can tell you how to do the Pythagorean theorem, but nobody taught me how to balance a checkbook. And yeah. not that people are really balancing checkbooks anymore per se, but you get the idea. Just yeah. a term I remember jumping into, what is, what's our AR? What's our, what's our AP? I'm like, the hell is that? What are you talking about? And just over time, you start learning terms and you start, again, all these things that we should be taught, like what are terms? What are terms with our suppliers? We have terms on our everyday bills, our cell phone bills, on our cable bills. We have terms. They're just, they have 30 day terms and you would never know that. You just think, oh, the bills do. But again, these are just small little things that I'm frustrated with that part of the education system that at least teaches the basics of how to run our lives. I don't think I'm going to be learning putting advanced calculus and applying it to my day to day. I'm not saying anything bad about advanced calculus, but I think finance is a little bit more useful for me than advanced calculus, at least for when I was growing up. Teach me how to, uh, how not to treat my credit card and just think it's free money. Teach me about my credit and credit usage and it has to be 30% before it could really start affecting my credit. Most people don't even know that your business even has a credit. Or how to even apply it. You know? Yeah, I did take advanced calculus in school and <laughs> I don't ever use it. And I wish I would have taken a finance course instead because it would have saved me a lot of heartache. That's definitely something we need to push for in the education system for sure. Why don't you tell me a little more about Platinum Plus Capital and the services you offer and what it is that you do, Julio? Platinum Plus Capital came about, it was just a hobby back in 2020, right before the pandemic. It was just one of these things where I was making really great money in my collecting business can either give you a really great payday and then you kind of it's kind of like a heartbeat you get like a really high pit pin on a payday and then you kind of waddle along trying to wait for the next big job but it's just one of those things that i was just trying to diversify cryptocurrency forex was just something just starting out on trading and i was just doing my own little trading but it really came after the pandemic when we were all locked down my business was booming because we were doing hygienic wall systems so we were going crazy in hospitals and building these not makeshift but like off-site hospitals for covid patients and everything everything was great but it's okay now what do i do with my money i couldn't go spend it with my wife and get gucci bags and gucci purses and buy a bunch of stuff that i don't need i couldn't even go out to restaurants because everything was shut down so we're just ordering out like crazy but what am i really doing luckily through through my experiences in my business, I understood the concept of making it work for you. So Platinum Plus Capital came about when a friend of mine actually called me because she wanted to buy a home here in Vancouver. And we have a really high real estate market here. And she had 50K. She didn't really have enough for a down payment. Most houses and condos here are over a million. If you want to live in a decent area, at least. And she just asked me, well, what can I do with this? Because I'm always a guy with solutions. I'm just a guy that makes money for the most part. I always know what to do. I'm always flipping it one way or another, whether it's at a garage sale or a Facebook marketplace. I'm always doing something to flip money. So long story short, she entrusted me with it. About a year later, I was able to flip that 50 to about 103. She had more than enough for a down payment. And uh, I just started seeing other people who were asking me for this more or less service. And I think that's the basics. You see a problem, you solve it. 
that you're able to solve for a lot of people, you more or less have a business because you have clients at that point. So then I just needed to create a system that kind of replicates itself that I can service a lot of people where I can scale it, which I ended up figuring out. And this is how Platinum Plus Capital came to be. Just a system where people can actually make money and not wait 20 years down the line with a mutual fund or index. And there's nothing wrong with that. For me, it's just risk tolerance. This is what any financial, good financial advisor would tell you. What's your risk tolerance? If you're low risk tolerance, okay, then maybe you have that 20, 30 year wait with a mutual fund that you really want to invest in. Great. Four to 5% a year compounded over 20, 30 years. That sounds like a really good retirement plan. Unfortunately for me, and I'm sure a lot of your audience can agree, a lot of entrepreneurs like 20 years, we don't want to wait 20 years. We don't have a safety net. We don't have a retirement fund. We don't have a 401k. If we get injured on the job, unless you're really set up really well in your business, we don't have those assurances. So for me, I'm like, okay, I need to provide something that provides in three to five years. For me as an entrepreneur, someone who makes logic sense to me, I'm thinking I need to provide something that says I can get some sort of return in the next three to five years because that is within my control. That is something I'm willing to be patient for. 20 years, dude, with the way the world's going right now, I don't know, man. I don't, I can't depend on 20 years from now. So I am more of a higher risk. I understand that cryptocurrencies and Forex is a bit of a higher risk. But again, the number one rule in investing is never invest more than what you're willing to lose. And it doesn't really matter if it's a cryptocurrency or you're talking about stocks and bonds and banks, they go under too. Like people don't get it. Banks go under too. Banks have gone under. Community banks go under all the time. Stocks plunge all the time. If you were in a mutual fund last year, chances are you lost quite a bit of money last year. You know, So there's no safety net on anything. But at least with mine, I try to make it accessible. I try to make my system easy, easy enough for an entrepreneur to say, you know what, I'm going to put, put away 10% of my earnings every single month into Platinum Plus Capital, for example. Just for my slow season, I can withdraw during my slow season and I can carry myself over. That's all what it was for me because I have a slow season. At least I had a slow season in my previous business. Now this is just a way for me to expand it to other entrepreneurs and give them a solution. Give people who don't have $10,000, $50,000 an opportunity to start saving, doing something. And if you don't have a lot of money, to be honest, don't invest in Platinum Plus Capital. Don't invest in Julio. If you're an entrepreneur that's just starting out, I suggest the first thing you start investing in is either books or audiobooks. Start investing in your own education because there's no safety net for us. It's being in business is to me like going to war. It's like World War II going into Normandy. You're just going on the beach. Not a lot of us make it. And if we're coming out of it, we're going to come out with our battle scars. People are going to always constantly try to take away what you have. You don't really have the most support from friends and family. It's super challenging to be in business for yourself. And I can talk about a list of the challenges that I've gone through, but it's just one of those things that we have to have to just be resilient and go in there and try to educate ourselves by listening to your podcast, for example, other entrepreneurs, real entrepreneurs listen. Listen, absorb, and take whatever useful information you can, and we try to use it. And Platinum Plus Capital, that's just a way for, for those high-risk investors, for those high-risk people who just want to see returns a little bit faster, to have that opportunity to make it. And what kind of investors do you work with, and what's the process like? What can they expect? In North America, I try working with only accredited investors, just because unfortunately, it's in the crypto world, it's still the Wild West when it comes to regulations, as we can see with FTX and stuff like that. Uh, I try working with accredited investors. The process normally is if you are an accredited investor, you can normally go to our website or you can find me on Instagram 
and you connect with me, we'll set up a one-on-one. -on -one. I kind of give you the whole presentation of who, what, when, where, why, how. You go onto our platform, we sign up, and you can start immediately within a day, start getting put into work once the deposits are made and everything. The most important thing about, for me at least, is to have clients access to their capital. When I say access, I try to make it as accessible. I Meaning, let's just say Chris is part of my Platinum Plus program. I don't know, 10 or 20K went into the account. And you're like, you know what? This isn't for me. Okay, make the, make the request to withdraw. You'll have it by the first of the following month. As we try to do withdrawals every monthly, we were doing it every two weeks, but because my user base is growing, that just is not possible to keep up with that sort of demand, especially because, so we're trading. We're constantly making your funds move, right? We don't have a really high risk tolerance when it comes to trading. So we have to pull those funds out of our positions. Normally I do that at the 28th of every single month. So we can gather up everything and see what our losses and profits were. So we can actually calculate the returns for everybody for it could be available on the first, but everything is just easily accessible. If it's in North America, wire transfer, or we can return it back in crypto up to you. You just tell us how you want those funds returned. But yeah, that's a pretty simple process for us. Unfortunately, once you make a deposit, it's pretty much just sit and wait because we're doing all the work for you, but it's no different than putting in a savings account, except you're making money off of it. Now you definitely have more regulatory framework around crypto up in there in Canada. I know. Is that why for the U.S. investors, you try to work more with accredited, but is it maybe more open for Canadian investors? We're more regulated here in Canada in that same sense. So there is in the financial world, there's the accredited investor loophole or where it's not as regulated because they're accredited investors. It's a process we have to go through that as well. But so my platform is actually a little bit more Western Hemisphere. In North America, in Canada and US, I work with accredited investors. But from Mexico down, Mexico, Central America, South America, it's not as regulated. And so we're able to actually help people in those parts of the world with just an easy $50 deposit. I don't recommend that here because $50 for them, I would contribute it to almost be like $200 to $300. A larger sum for them because we only work in U.S. funds. Here in Canada and U.S., it's a little bit more regulated. So we try to only work with accredited investors. If you're not an accredited investor, there's a little bit more paperwork involved. And again, I try to work with everybody more one-on-one. -on -one. Most people who come online with us have full access to me at all times, my phone number, email, everything. And I always try to be incredibly attentive because this is people's money. People are entrusting you with it. So I can get messages. I try not to respond to, I don't want to call it the dumb messages, but hey, crypto's going down. Yeah. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Make, make a phone call and tell them, don't go down. They need to understand that you can make money in a rising, in a rising market, but you could also make money on a downward market. It's just shorting. Yeah. There's some ways to make money on every single market. Just let the pros do what they do. And you just handle your business. Don't stress out on it. And we will do the best we can. And so far for the last three years, we've had positive return. That's amazing. And of course, the past performance, as they say, no guarantee of future performance. But what mm -hmm. kind of returns have you been getting for your investors? Oh, on average for the past three years is four to six percent. The last six months, we've done over five. So there's been a couple of months when we got up to six. And when I say that, it's mainly because we typically, as a company, we split the profits with our clients. So we're actually earning anywhere between eight to 12%. If on a really great market, and I believe we had a really great one in July, I think we're over six, over 12%. And we just split the profits with our clients 50-50. So I like to say that whatever a mutual fund can do for you in 20 years, we can do it for you in 20 months. It's about compounding interest. You got to understand compounding interest. It's the only real way to actually make good money. 
but you also got to be diligent on it and a little bit of patience. There's no future. I'm going to make you a millionaire with 50 bucks. Get that out of your head. Oh, I'm going to put it in a stock. Good luck. I don't know what stock you're going to buy. Let me know. But there's, you're not going to become a millionaire. It's all relative. It's all simple, basic math. $100, you could probably make off compounding interest off those rates. You could probably turn it into maybe three to 4,000, maybe in, in a year or two. But it's not just, you got to make a relative, right? So the more money you have, the more money you make. It's pretty simple. Yeah, I think a lot of people saw the crypto market go crazy and a lot of those silly meme coins go up 10,000x or whatever. And so they all get this idea that I just got to pick the right pony and put in a thousand bucks and I'll be rich next year. And they say that if you're a billionaire, crypto is a great way to become a millionaire. You know what? It is a really great market because it is volatile. You need the volatility to make that market. When the market is stale, it was getting a little stale towards the end. But you got to remember, it's a cryptocurrency, so it's 24-7. Yeah. It's not Monday through Friday. It's 24-7. Right when FTX failed or was going under, which and it's just an exchange. It's just a bank. That's all it is. We don't have any money there. We were trading. We had, there's a difference between a bank and a trading platform. So uh, obviously they were going down. I'm assuming crap market's going to go down. But the great thing that, again, because we're so involved in it, is at that same time, Brazil took on Bitcoin as a national currency. El Salvador did it first, but to be honest, El Salvador is like this little country that just it's the size of a city almost. But when someone, a big conglomerate, a big country with a massive GDP takes on coin as a national currency, that's a big deal. The biggest markets in Latin America, I believe, are Brazil, Mexico, Argentina, and Peru. They're the biggest markets. And because Brazil took it on, it actually helped, helped Bitcoin and it helped the market rise up a little bit. I think we barely scraped by with 5.11 at that month, but mainly because of FTX was going through their own BS and whatever was happening there. And people like to say, it's because it's Bitcoin. No, people, sophisticated investors, massive VCs and hedge funds put into FTX, if they couldn't see that, which I don't know how they couldn't, but if they couldn't see that, it's not Bitcoin. All these supposed gurus and money makers in Wall Street couldn't see that what was happening. So it's just one of those unfortunate things, but that allows for a little regulation to happen. Do I want massive regulation? To be honest, no. But do I want guardrails to stay in my lane so I can follow the law and I don't do something that's against it? Of course, I want to know what my rules are. Give me my boundaries, give me my box so I can work within it so we can actually keep playing the game here. Yeah, that regulation is really what's going to increase adoption, especially mainstream wise. And like you said, it's the Wild West right now. And until that comes online, there's a lot of people who are going to stay out of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What is your biggest financial challenge with your business right now? Oh, man, you know what? I think a lot of entrepreneurs are related to this one, and that's labor. People who work with you. And the other thing is, I like to look for people who can see the vision. I have my big dream. I have my big vision. I think a lot of entrepreneurs need to actually see the same thing. Don't look at your employees, because that's all you're going to get. But you kind of have to have people who you tell them, look, this is our business. This is what we do. This is where I see us going. If you don't give them a vision or a dream, it's just a job for them. You need to find people who actually want to grow the business, who are actually invested, not invested in it as you, because you're the owner, but who have the same passion for what they do. That's one of the super hard challenging things. COVID didn't really help with that. It gave everybody a free stay at home ticket, pass, go collect $500 every single two weeks. It didn't really help because now it's so hard to find people who actually want to work, but there are still people who you can find. I'm very blessed right now. I'm doing a ton of marketing on LinkedIn and Instagram, and I have a little bit of marketing team behind me. And 
I'm working with people so far, everyone in my circle, I employ six traders and a CTO who looks over our, our, our AI, but all these people who are in my circle, I know that they live, breathe and die trading. All these marketing people who are behind me can actually see the value in what I'm doing and actually support it. To be honest, everybody who works with me more or less has some sort of invested capital funds in the company just because they just see the progress. They see how it works. And I think that's one of the things that most entrepreneurs have is like you're trying to hire just a regular minimum wage guy. Stop looking at that number because that's what you're going to get. You're going to get minimum wage. You're going to get someone who wants to just stay open at nine and close at five and they're out, they're gone. You got to just find, tell them your dream. Tell them this is what we're trying to do in the next year. And again, it's a lot easier said than done, I know, but I think those are the most valuable employees. And if it costs you a little bit more to have someone like that, do it because they'll work for you. They'll actually work for you. And right. they're going to help you achieve that what you're trying to, what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, without a doubt. It's so important to have employees who buy into your vision and like you said, not only, you know, they're better employees, you get better work out of them. And they also tend to stay longer, which reduces your turnover, the time and money spent mm -hmm. hiring. So in the long run, you might be paying them a little bit more, but the rewards from that are much higher than just oh, absolutely. whoever. Yep. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to get employees who only look for that vacation, who only look for the benefits, who are looking to charge you money. I've had a couple of those. And I think one of the part of that problem was myself at that time, because I made this mistake. And that was because there was so much ego behind being a business owner, being an entrepreneur. I was over micromanaging my crew. I had staff members. I had my managers, my project managers and coordinators and estimators for a company. And I oversaw every little detail that they did. And that just, then at that point, you're just doing their job. So why the hell are you even paying them? Just to push paper, pretty much. You're overpaying them to push paper, but you're still going to push every, you're going to file it for them. And I made that massive mistake in the beginning. It's easy to do. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs definitely make it. Another question that I have for you is what does financial freedom look like to you? And where are you at in that process right now? I'm on my route. So the financial freedom for me, it's a little bit of a couple of things. I think that my income level doesn't really define my financial freedom. My financial freedom is just the freedom that I have to make the decisions I want and be able to provide for my family the way I choose to. We all have our levels. We all have our levels of income that we want to achieve for our families, whether it's 100K, 200K, a million, whatever it is. If you're a real entrepreneur, you're going to see that opportunity and you're going to want to flip it. It's just the reality of it. But for me, the financial freedom is being able to, at least for me, I wake up at five, get my gym in. I look over all our trays just briefly in the mornings. I get my son ready for daycare. I take him. I'm able to take him to daycare, pick him up. If I want to call lunch with my wife because she's on lunch, we go out to lunch. It's just more freedom to do the things that keep you at peace. Just because when you're in the business, that for me is war. There are so many people, so many competitors in every line of business of people who want to take. Whether you want to admit it, whether you don't want to admit it, there's so much energy that has to go into protecting what you have. Just because, again, people do want to take that away from you. They, they would prefer to see you out on the street with a cup asking for money than to see you succeed. And it's, that's the unfortunate reality. But this is part of why you have being around certain people is a massive influence of who you become. Yeah, for sure. And that that being able to just do what you want when you want, I think is 
something that get lost on a lot of people because you say financial freedom, they immediately go to a number. If I had this much money, then I'd be happy. But of course, having money helps, but it's not the root of happiness. Yeah. So if you were able to replace yourself in your business, you grow it to the point where you can actually step away. What's next for you? The vision that I have right now, at least for Platinum Plus Capital, it's a good five to seven year vision. Eventually, aside from cryptocurrencies, we are developing an app that should be available this week on Apple and on Google Play. But eventually, I want to have an insurance process for people who can, who are maybe are too risk adverse with uh, with cryptocurrencies, but they want to get whole life insurance. Again, compound interest. We are able to do it through Platinum Plus Capital app. I eventually want to get into indexes, be a little bit in the more regulated space. So this is going to take about, I say, five to seven years. I'm not sure where regulation is going to be at that point, but that's for me. But as soon as this is done, I don't know, man, if I'm able to buy my private G650, whatever, I'll figure out what goes on in the world. But I, my genuine purpose, I feel is to share the story, share the strategies with as many people as possible. I want to contribute. I don't want to be one of those people who just make money and hog it and don't want to share my experiences or strategies that I personally use. I want to share it. I want everybody to use it. I want everybody to reach, get out of this quote unquote matrix. I want everybody to get out of their, out of their own minds and see that it's possible. I'm not from a wealthy family. I don't have a college degree. I'm just a high school graduate. I learned everything from YouTube. I learned everything from the internet, from books, from watching guys like you on podcasts. So it's possible. It's just how much grind do you have in you? And you can find a lot of grind. Awesome. That's a great story. And I really love that you shared that with us. I've got one more question for you. And now you mentioned you've got the app about to come out. Aside from that, what are your plans for 2023 for the business? Ah, 2023. I really, I'm trying to make a big, strong foothold on Latin America. The app is going to come out by the end of Q4. I really want to push our insurance program onto the website and onto the platform. If I can, I want to get up to 10,000 users. I want to have a bigger following on social media because again, it's just scaling and we have to pivot into the internet world and we have to pivot into what's actually capable and all this AI is coming out. So a lot of you guys in certain old businesses, you guys are going to really have to learn how to pivot. And that's all I'm trying to do, just pivot with the market. Awesome. All right, Julio, it's been absolutely amazing. You've had a lot of tips and insights to share with our listeners and a really inspiring story, which I really appreciate. Happy you were able to take the time out of your day and jump on and share this value for myself and the listeners. It's been such a pleasure to have you here. So if people want to connect with you, what's the best way to do that? I say if you want to connect with me directly, you can find me on Instagram at the real Julio Carrillo. If you want to check out the website, it's called platinumpluscapital.com. Like I said, at the end of this week, we're going to have an app fully available, but send me a message and we'll connect. All right. If you're listening out there and you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And if you're also a six-figure plus online entrepreneur and you'd like to come on just like our amazing guest Julio today and share some great insights for our listeners, we'd love to talk to you. You can go to pyfpodcast.com. That's the letters pyfpodcast.com and apply. And we'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First Podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging 
especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also gonna get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.